I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Born Yesterday, a new podcast experiment in which myself and Andy Barr Good day. Have been cloning ourselves. That is 100% true. No word of a lie there, Alexander. We have been cloning ourselves, and we have given those clones 24 hours in which to familiarise themselves with three things. Why have we done that? Well, because we want brilliant comedian guests to explain other things to those clones on the basis that those clones only understand three things. They've got to explain other things using those three things. Once again, you're absolutely on the money there, Alexander. What a wonderful man you are. Thank you, Andy. I also appreciate your input and your company. Thanks, cunt. These three <laughs> subjects are Rugrats, <laughs> Mould, and what a wig maker is. Mm. Andy, what are your recollections of those colourful characters, the Rugrats? Uh, I'll be honest with you, not massive. I remember some of their names. Tommy Pickles. Tommy, yep. D- Dill? Was one <laughs> Dill? <laughs> Dill, yes. Angelica. Oh, God, yeah. that was uh, Phil and Lil. Phil and Lil, I think, is who you're thinking of when you said Dill. Dill. <laughs> Dill Pickles. That's and, what I was thinking of. And Chucky, I think the other one was Chucky. Called. Yeah. Yeah. And they had the a... The nervous one. And they had a, uh, they had a sort of uh, scrotty-looking dad, one of them. Uh, the Scotty, uh, I mean, all the parents look scrotty looking, yeah. and uh, it's uh, something of a meme that goes around online. But you and I, you and I, are now both older than the characters in the Rugrats who are the parents. Oh dear! Yes, let's not um, <laughs> let's not focus on that. Upsetting, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Homer Simpson's only meant to be like thirty-eight or something. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy would be dead by now. <laughs> Well, Ren and Stimpy care nothing for age. There's a quick look at the Wikipedia of the creator (laughs) reveal. You always bring this up. I can't (laughs) say that I enjoyed Ren and Stimpy when I was young without you bringing up John Kay's... I love Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. I think they're great. 
with the Rugrats, I believe they did a. You know how you get the Muppets and then you try and franchise it out and you do Muppet Babies. How did they do Rugrats adults? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember how the premise of this is that they're all kids? Well, imagine them not. Yeah. Imagine, imagine that they're all teenagers now, but because we need continuity in sort of the dynamics of the show, none of their personalities have really developed. No. So you've got you've got characters who have the same personality that they did than we they were one, and they're now fifteen, which no. is it played out in real life would be a, a a stark and harrowing drama about people stuck in severe yeah, arrested no, it development. Would, it would be. Yeah, they'd be in an institute of some sort, I think. An institute for rugrats. Yeah. Do you recall any of the other um, highly inventive Nickelodeon cartoons? Uh, I'm not entirely sure what was Nick and what wasn't. Well, uh, Ed Ed and Eddie. That was the one that I was thinking of. So, yeah. yes, I do recall that. Um, SpongeBob. Yeah. Courage the Cowardly Dog. I do remember Courage the Cowardly Dog. I remember which that. I was an enormous fan of. Me too. And Invader Zim, which I was also an enormous nah, fan of. Yeah, I never saw it. Genuinely really funny. Was it? Yeah, it was sort of um, hijacked a bit by sort of tedious goth tweens in the States, I believe. Right. Okay. I believe that Invader Zim in the, in the United States is one of those things where if you say you like it, people kind of mark you out. Well, I'm British. Don't have the same sort of association. I think with the, uh, Yank cartoons generally get hijacked either by tedious goth tweens or by Nazis. So I think it's probably the yeah the better of the two. the The way I look down on anyone who tells me that they're really into Family Guy, ah, it's like a <laughs> it's like an instant red flag on someone's personality. Yeah, and I'm sure the people who work on Family Guy are, are very nice. You're looking are you? Are you sure of that? <laughs> I, I think McFarlane is it's sort just of a job, isn't it? Reported to be quite a nice bloke. Is he? Of uh, uh, avoided nine eleven. He did avoid. <laughs> he did avoid nine eleven. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Seth McFarlane was the only guy to survive getting on one of those planes. <laughs> He, he, it was it was absolutely mad. <laughs> the firefighters were there, and one man emerged from the rubble, just muttering to himself, "What if a dog could talk and lived with a family?" Yeah, well, yeah, but before that, he like just one fist broke through the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he did a sort of yeah. Peter Griffin said, voice. Yeah, imagine if the baby was like a murderer <laughs> or something. Yeah. Mm. He never thought like that before. What if their neighbour was disabled? Oh God, yeah. Mm. Forgot about that. Do you do you think there's an alternative universe where Seth MacFarlane did die in nine eleven, and <laughs> and but the Family Guy is Family Guy a constant in the sort of someone else? Someone has to someone make has it. to make Family Guy. Yeah. So if Seth MacFarlane dies in nine eleven. Someone else makes it. Uh, you enjoyed Courage the Cowardly Dog. I did. Sort of not a subject we can use on this show because it's sort of too specific, but a great children's TV show. Yeah, this 
dark lives with some old people in a sort of weird, slightly hellish moonscape kind of environment, Absolutely. and there's an aubergine there that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Every every single episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog is the sentence you just said, and there's a you know there's a bat there who's horrible. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's a sexy the, woman there who's horrible. I'm sure there's a devil there who's horrible. I am sure I remember the aubergine being a recurring character, or was it just oh, yeah. in one episode? No, I don't think it was. Right, okay. Because I'm, you know, I don't remember anything well enough that I won't be completely blown off course by you recollecting something slightly different. There's an episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog, the children's TV show, which is entirely about someone who's got one of those shaving fetishes. I wasn't even familiar with that as a concept. Some people are into people being shaved, Andy. Right, like shaved in, like just a, just the act of shaving, not not having been shaved, the act of shaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like if if you go to the barbers and get a wet shave, or or elsewhere, uh, I think it's 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 it doesn't really matter. Right. what part of the body right, is being just shaved. as long as something is being shaved, they're uh, they're, yeah. they're happy. And and the the boffins at Nickelodeon decided that this would be a good plot point for a children's cartoon. The boffins at Nickelodeon decided a lot of, you know, fairly questionable <laughs> stuff back in the time. Uh, but it panned out a lot of the time, didn't it? <laughs> the, the boffins at Nickelodeon <laughs> close close the door on the Ren and Stimpy studio. <laughs> And go well. That all appears to be in order. Mm. Let's pop down to coach the cowardly dog. <laughs> what you're writing, boys? <laughs> well, we got a cracking episode yeah. about one of those shaving fetishes. Good yeah, stuff. Perfectly fine. Let's oh. go and see what the Ed, Ed, and Eddie are up to. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't we're, we're, episode Ed, of that. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh, we're we're, we're we're working on an episode about. Daddy-daughter relationships. Fair enough. I'll go and yeah. see. I'll pop by Amanda so, Bynes' studio and see what's going on. SpongeBob's doing a Lolita parody. <laughs> Great. Fine. That's that's this weekend's programming sorted. <laughs> Do you remember the episode of the uh, Fairly Odd Parents about piss playing? <laughs> Where Timmy wishes to be pissed on. <laughs> Mold, Andy. I know someone, I met someone the other day. I've got a routine in my new show about uh, renting. And someone... Little, little, tasty little nugget there for the uh, the audience. Nine o'clock, Gilded Balloon at the Patter House, this year's Edinburgh Fringe. Um, uh, they genuinely got a note from their landlord saying that uh, the condensation was um, caused by excess breathing. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Have you ever, ever eaten any mouldy food? Have you ever had any mouldy cheese? Any of that sort no, of I don't I don't eat cheese, really. No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you said that very quickly, Andy. Well, I don't. I, other than, you know, I wouldn't have cheese that is not melted in any way. I'm not eating fucking hard bits of cold cheese because that's not something that I like. You like not you. something I like thinking about. It's not something you like being asked about. No. So you like your cheese to have a level of viscosity. Yeah, it just if uh, and not much flavour. I don't think 
if, if not the flavour of cheese. I don't like cheese. Your anti-cheese flavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't eat cheese for a very long time because that's that repetition thing of up until I was about 10, I was given a cheese sandwich every day right. of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at a certain stage, threw down the gauntlet to my mother and said, no enough more. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Yeah. I'm full of this shit. Change the record, mother. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I didn't eat cheese for a very long time after that. That's crazy, man. What got you back into it? Just had some cheese. Ah. <laughs> enough is enough in the opposite direction again now. Yeah, basically. It's time. I think I bought a baby bell when I was 19 and thought, you know what? This is where it's at. I've returned to the fold. <laughs> the prodigal son. Yeah. In, in a lot of people who lose their faith <laughs> come back to it. What's the religious equivalent of just finding a baby bell in a shop if you've lost your faith? Uh, near Seth MacFarlane not getting on the <laughs> plane. I don't know if he became a Christian after that. Probably not. No, he didn't. Given the content of the programmes. But, you know, uh, <laughs> that would be a weird element of Family Guy if just <laughs> every episode, like, it ends like... Peter Griffin is like dressed as someone from Gis shitting on a child's face and then it fades to black and says love in our hearts from you to Jesus Christ Stewie just says Jesus is Lord at the end of every uh... just turns to the camera and says and of course worship the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit yeah yeah Wigs Andy yep Yeah, wigs. Somebody's got to make them, and that would be a wig maker. This week's third thing. <laughs> certainly, certainly looking, would be. Looking forward to finding out <laughs> what fun nuggets the guests can wring from this one. What's the worst wig you've ever seen, Andy? Uh, I mean, Michael Fabricant's wig does. Is that a wig? It must be, surely. It's one of those things where it's it's sort of, you know, things like are so obvious they must actually be true. Mm. Like it so obviously looks like a wig. I've got a horrible feeling it's his real hair. Mm. There was a guy at work mm. who uh, did, didn't have a great deal of hair. Went off for two weeks, came back, had a full, very luscious head of hair, mm. and just kind of denied that it was a wig. Yeah, but then it went away again after. <laughs> I had just after a fair, a fair bit of stick from uh, yes anyone. I, I had a I had a sudden bout of hair. Yes, well, yeah, I had a had a bit of a dicky tummy for a while, and I came back and I... I've had a I've had a hairy weekend. Yeah, um, myself and Andy are both uh, men who have feared losing our hair. Mm, it's true. Um, I wouldn't wear a wig. No. No, no, I don't. Well, you can get those very sophisticated ones that sort of weave into your hair and they they stay there for like six months at a time or something like right. that. Right. Um, You'd constantly be in fear of the period yeah. when it's just going to you know, yeah. start coming coming away at the edges, I think. Yeah. But if anyone out there is a, is a wig wearer, uh, plenty of legitimate reasons for wig wearing. Absolutely. And, um, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're perfectly on side. 
we're, we're pro-wig, is that I think what we're saying? Uh, I think that's the position that I'm forcing us into here okay. in in context. Hmm. That's context right. dependent. I'm happy to... The context that. of myself? Nah. Yeah, yeah. But there might be all sorts of, you know, medical yeah. reasons and et cetera that someone will yeah. wear a wig. Yeah. You can get wigs for dogs now. Can you? Yeah. What? So, it, Give them a little haircut. Yeah, dogs that go sort of just bald, just on their top of their bonds. No, you can give them like a, you know, a mohawk or something. Right. For a bit of fun. I don't know why I immediately jumped to, well, they might have gone bald and they're embarrassed about it. You may or may not hurt a distant cat. He's been going off for some time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's all right. Yeah, that's something that we're introducing into the law of this um, uh, this show, is that the uh, experimental chamber, and I'll say no more than that, that all of this takes place in, uh, there's there's couple of couple of cats. Yeah, there's there's cats knocking around yeah. because Andy has cats, mm. and you might just hear them. Yeah, they like to hang out outside the door and plaintively meow. Yeah, that's their vibe. Mm. Would you ever wear a merkin? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's possible that the wigs for dogs are just reused merkins? It's certainly possible. I mean, how, how, what, what level of is the purpose of a merkin? I don't really, I don't really understand. Do you, do it's you a pubic lose? Wig. Well, I know, I know that's what it is. But do you lose hair down there, or would do you desire a specific style of of pubic hair? I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know what it's for either. Do they make any? I know they make period pornography films. Right. So you think that... For historical realism, they're yeah. trying to get the right hairstyles. Mm. Well, I suppose you could do a little sort of chest hair then as well. Yeah. Particularly hirsute fella. Although maybe you could just get a particularly hirsute fella, I don't know. I think that would probably turn people off. If they're, if they're watching historical pornography because that's what they're into and then everyone's, you know, bare like a... Christmas turkey. Who are these smooth fuckers? <laughs> this isn't what I came here for. I came here for <laughs> grainy, hairy fucking. What is this? I, I came here to watch people in impossibly warm outfits with terrible dental hygiene fuck miserably in a sort of <laughs> mass of hair and mud. This is an outrage. <laughs> I'm taking this. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking this CD-ROM back to the shop. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Listen here, fellow. I bought these mini-discs from you in good faith. <laughs> I wanted to see some of the most... <laughs> these people look deodorised. What the hell is this? <laughs> I put on Henry the Eight Inches and every single woman in it had clearly washed. <laughs> I want my money back. Our two fantastic guests this episode are Abigail Shimon and John Robertson. Please like, subscribe and review the podcast on whatever podcast medium you're listening to us through. That would really help us out. 
Absolutely. Currently rocking at 15 five-star ratings on Spotify, and only one of them is me. Yes. And we've got, we've got some lovely iTunes reviews. We have well. got some lovely iTunes reviews. Yeah. And uh, uh, keep sending us fan art. Any subjects that you want us to put to people, email us with those. And just spread the word, folks. Please. Should we listen to the episode? Yes, please. <laughs> Hi, I'm Abigailia, and here are the things I'd like to plug. A plug is a thing. No. Uh, so you can follow me on all social media platforms uh, at Abigailia. I'm going to start releasing my comedy specials on YouTube, so please follow me there. And I have a podcast called Neurodivergent Moments that I co-host with Joe Wells that is uh, far less insufferable than this. Uh, I'm John Robertson. Uh, you can find me... Yeah, pretty much everywhere at Robotron, R-O-B-B-O-T-R-O-N, thejohnrobertson.com. Uh, come see my show, The Dark Room, the world's only live-action video game, out on tour. Or catch me on Twitch, Twitch channel, Robotron. John Robertson. Yes. And Abigail Shaman. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed for agreeing to explain a few things to us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. We're happy to be here. Several problems I don't wish to be here. <laughs> okay. Well, we're, we're, we're pleased that you are. Yeah. Um, you don't know what being pleased is. You've been alive a day. <laughs> you don't have any real emotions. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys know your clones? Do you know that? We do know. Yes. We're, we're, you clones. Know that... we're clones of Andy Barr and Alexander Bennett. Yeah, but who are they? We don't really know. No. You don't really know who they are? No. no. I'll tell you something. I know those guys. They don't know either. <laughs> Okay, well, it's nice to start in a similar position to them. Um, myself and Andy, being alive, have been have been being alive for twenty four hours. Uh, we've, They've been alive twenty four hours, and there already has been. Do you like that? <laughs> we've we've learnt about three things. Okay. Um, the first thing that we know about is uh, we've seen rugrats. Great. We are familiar with mold. Mm. All types. And we know what a wig maker is. Okay. (laughs) Rugrats mould a wig maker. Mm -hmm. Um, Abigail. Yeah. In one minute, um, could you please explain to both of us, because we've seen the Rugrats and we would like to know about more people. Uh Uh-huh. In one minute, could you please explain to myself and Andy who Salvador Dali is? Your time starts now. Okay, you know how in Rugrats, sometimes Mm. the kids do arts and crafts and they'll like paint and stuff? Yes. Salvador Dali does that, but it's more like nightmares and dreams. What a a nightmare. Good question. So, you know Black Mold? Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's the nightmare of any person living in a rental flat in London. So... so (laughs) So, so Salvador Dali is someone who makes finger paintings of black mold. No, he's more of someone who. Okay, 
So his most famous painting is something about time, but it's a lot of melted clocks. So you know wig makers? What's a clock? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what a wig maker is? I do, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know how sometimes a wig maker will be like, hey, I needed to make this wig by Tuesday? They use that a, is the thing they do they, sometimes, yes. <laughs> or they'll be like, hey, my four, wig shop is only three, open till four. Two, That's how um, they know. Thank you thank so you, much. Thank you, Abigail. I very much appreciate that information. Thanks. Um, in a minute there, you've told us that Salvador Dali is someone who does finger paintings of black mold. And time. And, uh, and, and, and time and clocks are how a wig maker knows when to make a wig. Yeah. I couldn't be more confident with that answer. <laughs> Thank you. We're, we're, yeah. we're glad. We're, we're very pleased that you... It's all very helpful. Thank you. Um, John, mm. in one minute... Yes, Clone Alex. Could you... That's Clone Andy. How do you know that? You've only been alive a day. <laughs> it's a little in... early to have identity issues, isn't it? <laughs> I know that I'm a clone of Alexander Shut Bell. Shut up, Clone Andy. <laughs> in one minute, could you please explain to us who Daft Punk are. Time starts now. So, you know when an episode of The Rugrats begins and you can hear that music? Right? That one. That, faster, but you can dance to it, is the music of a band called Daft Punk. And Daft Punk is a duo, much like you two. There's the two of you. But imagine... If you had no identities whatsoever <laughs> and were wearing helmets. So we're, we're sort of a, 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 a blank version of ourselves, but not ourselves. That's right. A blank version of yourselves, but not yourselves. With a helmet people on. enjoy listening to it. What defines who we are? What defines who we are? In the case of Daft Punk, uh, several million album sales defines who they are. Other than that, they have no identity. But, but, but if, if, if Daft Punk are like us... But not like us. So that no, there's no one who's not like who doesn't like Daft Punk. Everyone likes Daft Punk. <laughs> Thank you. Sound Thank of you, the John. summer. Time is up. <laughs> there you go, Limmy. Andy, would you like to uh, explain what John's just said? Uh, there? I'll have a crack. Uh, <laughs> Daft Punk are a duo who make music, which is something that you hear at the start of the Rugrats, but they make it slightly <laughs> faster and they have helmets on. And also, they they are nondescript. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> They are without. They are without personality. Yeah, I mean, they could be the Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you, John. It's about right. That sounds Abigail. good. <laughs> oh dear. Um, myself and Andy are keen to learn about more places. Okay. We have only existed in this space. Abigail, in two minutes. Two minutes. Oh, it gets longer. Bearing in mind what we know, could you please explain to us what the Playboy Mansion is? Your time starts now. Okay, you know how Daft Punk is nondescript? They are yeah. without personality. Without personality. But with helmets. But with helmets. So are a lot of people who live and go to the Playboy Mansion. So it's full of Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they, what speed did they play the Rugrats theme tune in the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> oh, they play it very fast and vigorously, I think we would find. Uh, the Playboy Mansion is where people of a great financial stature 
like Daft Punk, mm. will uh, go and um, hang out and party. And it used to be... What's a party? A party is when several people get together and all hang out with beverages and ask each other questions like, how are you? And they try to one-up each other. Um, the one up each other. What does one, one up, up each, each other, other mean? means? Like, okay, you know how uh, Daft Punk yes. is nondescript. They have no yeah. personality. But Salvador Dali draws pictures of black mold. Yes, Salvador Dali is doing more for the world than Daft Punk. So, and Daft Punk wants to make themselves sound interesting. That's why they wear helmets. So there's. <laughs> So, drawing pictures of black mold is a more worthwhile pastime than making the Rugrats theme tune fast. Yes, and both could be seen at one point hanging out in the Playboy Mansion that was once owned by a man named Hugh Hefner. What was he like? Well, questionable, I think we'll find. By the time. What sort of questions? He was. He was a he was an aged man who was in deep need of a wig maker who wore a dressing gown twenty four seven. What's a dressing gown? A dressing game? gown is a garment that people wear right before bed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, in two minutes, Abigail, you've explained to us that the Playboy Mansion uh, is a a place in which <laughs> Daft Punks and a Salvador Dali. Try to one up each other mm. at a party. <laughs> in the company of a man who's getting ready to go to bed. You freaking nailed it! It's so yeah. did I. Great. That, yeah, you did. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Thank I'm you, quite proud of that. I only just realised that's why Hugh Hefner was wearing the dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That makes so much sense. He's about to go. He's to always bed. about to go to bed. <laughs> He's always about to go to bed. With those women. With those, those women. naked women. Why get dressed when you party in your own house and you're about to have sex? It never occurred to me. Neither did but, I. I'm. Re- you know what? We've all learned something today. But That's if, good. If, if he's always about to go to bed, then that means that he never does go to bed. That's true. That is true. That's why he dies. So, so there's, al- there's always yeah. a party. <laughs> tragically, <laughs> tragically young. Mm, on the precipice of bed. <laughs> <laughs> The full body edging of the precipice of bed. That's the name of my memoir, by the way, people. The precipice of bed. bed. Don't know what any of that means. Andy, could you present the next topic to John, please? Absolutely. Uh, John, Mm. in two minutes, could you please tell us uh, what or where a courtroom is? Your time starts now. Uh, If you go to any uh, crap town in England uh, and you go to any comedy club... What's England? England is an idea, uh, <laughs> and that idea was what if there was a wet, mouldy, unpleasant place uh, that was slightly north of where the Scots are, and that's what England is. North England is north of the Scots. Scots. England is north of the Scots? Yes. Oh, did I say that? Yes. You know what north is, do you? Uh, Picked no. up something else, did you, <laughs> in your day? Fuck, <laughs> it's been busy, hasn't it? <laughs> I- <laughs> What is Do North? you all just live for 24 <laughs> yeah. hours as well? I was just repeating the information so oh, I yeah, could understand okay. it. No, it sounded remarkably like I was being corrected. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Perhaps it was this sort of tone of voice. I'm so, you know, learn some manners in your fucking one day on earth. What, what are manners? What are manners? <laughs> what are manners are something that are not present in this conversation, gentlemen, <laughs> ladies. Um, <laughs> 
What's gentleman? Uh, gentleman is an idea, and it's is used it like England? Very much. In fact, a word. <laughs> where is it England. in relation to the Scots? Where is it in relation to the Scots? It's never used uh, in relation to the Scots. <laughs> okay. It's a thing that English people say to each other to pretend that they're in any way being friendly. Okay. What is a courtroom? A courtroom is a place that English people go to when they're not being gentlemen. <laughs> okay, and what what, what behaviours would mark out a gentleman and what behaviours would mark out a not-gentleman? Money uh, beha- marks out a gentleman and the absence of money uh, marks out a non-gentleman. So daft punk a gentleman. <laughs> daft punk are very much gentlemen. 100%. If they are men, they are gentle, they are nondescript and they have money, which is the defining factor you'll need. Mm. Gentlemen. And, and, and the opposite of a gentleman is? A lout. Allowed. And what qualities, what qualities define allowed? The absence of money and a love of football. <laughs> What's football? What is, yeah. Football is a thing that you watch before you beat your wife. Oh! <laughs> okay. And in three seconds, what's what beating your wife? Your wife? <laughs> it's why you go to court. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Lots of information there. Yeah. Andy, would you like to sum that up? Please do. Uh, well, what I'm given to understand is that a courtroom is uh, a place that somebody with no money goes uh, after they have beaten their wife. <laughs> that is 100% yeah. correct. Yeah. Excellent. Yet again, Thank we you, nailed this. We're really going well. I'm so sorry I tried to attack the clones. <laughs> I saw that film once. <laughs> it didn't end well, did it? No, or begin well. <laughs> We're just trying to find out information. That's yeah. No, that's fine. That's okay. That's a very frightening thing to hear anyone say. <laughs> I'm just trying to find out information. That's what the police say before they take you to court. Mm. For In one your sentence, wife. what are the police? Uh, the police are the bad guys. So they're, they're louts. Louts, yeah. They are. Yes, they are louts. That's worth knowing. Thank you, Abigail. Yep. Um, so much. One area of humanity that we're particularly interested in. Uh, is creativity and the arts. Art. Mm. Abigailia, mm-hmm. in three minutes... Great. I would like you to explain to me what Angry Birds is. <laughs> Your time starts now. Angry Birds is... Okay, so a bird is a feathered animal that flies. What are animals? Uh, animals are... You know those things that are meowing outside the door because they can't come? No, oh, we don't. No, you don't. Let me try that again. Uh, animals are non-human, but uh, have eyes and a mouth. <laughs> okay, like a human, but they're not human. Um, they're they're non-human creatures. Daft Punk, with eyes and Daft Punk are wearing helmets, so they don't. Do they have eyes and a mouth underneath? Underneath the helmets, presumably, but maybe they're but, just but cats. We, we don't know. If, if 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 Daft Punk were to remove their helmets and they don't have eyes and a mouth, that doesn't mean that they're humans or animals. So what are they? They're probably angry birds, to be quite frank. So 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 a bird is a it's an animal it's a non-human. Yeah, so it's a non it's a non-human creature. What does with, a bird's mouth look like? Well, it's hard and uh, usually hard yellow. Mouth. It protrudes slightly, and it's actually it's more of a triangle, and it clicks together. It's like a plastic triangle that clicks together. Okay. And so these these birds, yeah, angry is uh, let's see, it's the opposite of well, you know how John's been talking to you this entire podcast. Yes. That's angry. 
Okay. It, it's sort of staring. Loud. L- loud. <laughs> yes. Yeah, loud's part of it. Okay. Uh, harsh tone, if you suggest that you're correcting him about <laughs> where the Scots might be in relation okay. to the England. That yes. sort of tone is angry. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a bird like John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, is, is that all Angry Birds is? Is it a collection of them? Um, well, from what I know, there's a collection of them, and they go into a slingshot and get what's fired a, away. What's a slingshot? Is, is that why they're angry? <laughs> Presumably. That's okay, two quick questions. Uh, uh, what's a slingshot? Mm-hmm. So a slingshot is, um, is oh, how do I take this in relation to things you know? You know what a wig is? Yes. Yeah. That's like, uh, so like, imagine a wig with just one hair. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what a slingshot is. I, I, I and you can put the I, bird I in I the hair. I don't wish to position myself as being, a, a being, of being in any level of expertise. But I th- a, a wig that is just one hair. That's just a hair. <laughs> that's just a hair. But, well, if you say so, but you've only been alive for 24 hours. That's so true. trust me on this. That's true. Trust me on okay. this. Okay. Uh, so, so any one hair is a wig. So A slingshot. So, uh, so any, like... Your time's up. Thank okay. you, Abigail. <laughs> Thank you very much for that information. Any one hair is a wig. In, in three minutes, you've explained to us uh, that uh, Angry Birds... Um, is a situation <laughs> in which one hair is used to fire angry birds into a pig, whatever that is, yeah. and a angry bird is a, uh, a an animal, a non-human <laughs> like John, who instead of a mouth has a clicking triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank and you. Hugh Hefner is always a man about to go to bed. The precipice of being. <laughs> We're learning so much. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. John. John. Yes. Please could you explain to us uh, in three minutes uh, what ABBA Voyage is. Your time starts now. <clears throat> All right. So, you know the Rugrats. Yes. <laughs> right. And you know the parents in the Rugrats. Mm. Yes. And how they're much older than the children. Mm. They're longer and they, they're, That's they're right. sad. Longer yeah. and sad. <laughs> yes. Now, long and sad refers to the career of the band ABBA. <laughs> now, ABBA, I want you to imagine, you know how in Daft Punk there's two of them mm. and they don't have faces? And they're wearing helmets. That's right. In ABBA, there are four of them, but there are no helmets and there are human faces, two of which <laughs> I don't want to scare you, but they're there. Right. Human faces, two of which very nice to look at. Oh, okay. And the other two not so <laughs> nice to look at. And it's from those other two that all the music comes. We know about music. What speeds do the ABBA play the Rugrats seem to know? Uh, they play it at a, the sort of music where the only clicking you would hear would be the hips of the people dancing to it. Um, yeah. What are hips? Uh, hips, uh, well, they're right at the top of your leg. Uh, just uh, near the bum bum, I believe technically that's the name, and uh, it's part of the. It's just above the bit where your leg slots in. Okay, that's your, it's the bit where your. The... Yeah, that's right. And right. back when ABBA was successful, mm. uh, to be in any way uh, popular was to be referred to as to be hip, uh, almost as though they were predicting the replacements that their fandom would have to have <laughs> a mere thirty years later. So when you were referring to someone's popularity, you would say, oh, that's like the top of someone's leg. That is very astute, Andy. That's exactly what you would do. Alexander. (laughs) Uh, When were ABBA popular? Uh, ABBA were never popular. Uh, ABBA ABBA are an idea, an idea like England. Right. Which was also (laughs) never popular, but God, there was a lot of it for a while. And what is ABBA Voyage? ABBA Voyage is uh, what happens when every, you presume that every member of your band is dead when they are not dead and replace them instead with holograms. What is dead? Mm. Uh, dead is what you two will be if I'm questioned again about anything. Um, <laughs> if you get angry. Uh, no, I've never known angry. This is just an accent. <laughs> <laughs> what is an accent? What is an accent? An accent is what I have instead of a, pos- of a persona. <laughs> I didn't have this accent before I moved here. <laughs> Very nice middle class boy. <laughs> Ridiculous. I sounded like Barry Humphreys. Now, anyway, gentlemen, I'll tell you. There we go. It, it, Daft Punk also don't have a persona. What accent do you think that they should have? Uh, they should speak in binary code. What's binary code? Mm. Uh, binary code is a series of a series of ones and zeros, such as has never been seen in my bank account. But there's plenty of them in the bank account of ABBA, who are also wealthy. That's exactly right, because right. they were at one point hip. Right. Would they be seen at the Playboy Mansion? Uh, they would own the Playboy Mansion. But I thought the, I thought the bed man. <laughs> owned the... No, he was just a sad itinerant vagabond who just wander around drooling. Thank you. No worries. He can't sue. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Thank you, John. No um, Andy, would you like to sum up what information John has just given us there? Uh, <laughs> As to what Abba. as to what Abba Voyage is, yeah, we never get to Voyage. Did we? <laughs> Abba Abba Voyage is something which which has happened uh, <laughs> uh, because 
people have presumed the four members of ABBA to be dead. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. And and they used to own the Playboy Mansion. They used to own the Playboy Mansion. Two of them are ranked to look at and two of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps they should wear helmets. But the, the two, two that were bad to look at were the ones who made all the Rugrats songs. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, John. We appreciate that. This is the best podcast. <laughs> Myself and Andy have only been alive for a day. We are aware that things have happened before myself and Andy. Um, Ab- <laughs> Abigailia, in three minutes, I would like to explain to me what happened when St. Patrick drove all the snakes from Ireland. Your three minutes start now. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, so, so if you know... I. You know how a wig, if it has yes. one hair, it's a slingshot? Yes. Well, if one hair moves, it's a snake. And uh, <laughs> So it's a sort of... So it, so it's a, it's a, and and uh, Ireland was overrun by several snakes, which are like moving hairs, but they're thicker. They're like thicker than... They're thicker than, than a hair. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're thicker than human Which hair. wig maker made all the snakes? See, you don't make snakes. Snakes just exist from the beginning of time. They were in the garden. What garden? Mm, of Eden. What's the garden of Eden? So there's like this book, uh, mm, kind of no. like... Like Harry Potter, but it got like way out of control, and everyone's like, "What is it? What's Harry Potter?" Harry Potter is a um, is a wizard that was invented by a uh, woman who hates women, and uh, that's all I'll say about that. (laughs) Would she be seen in court for you know? <laughs> sadly, sadly, she's rich, so she will uh, not be seen. Uh, so she's a gentleman. Yeah, she is a gentleman. Often she, she is, is seen a on gentleman. Twitter. Um, Interesting, but anyways, so se- it's sort of so a rough were- idea what a book is because we've seen the Rugrats read books. Cool. So, like all of these snakes, which are like thick hairs, are are slithering around Ireland in St. Patrick. What is Ireland? Ireland. Um, Ireland is bitter. Um, it's uh, it's an idea. Uh, right. Uh, is it is an idea like England? Well, definitely not like England. I okay. want that on the record that Ireland is in no way like England. It should never be compared to England in any way. Ireland. Could is, you compare it now for the purposes of this? Okay, Ireland's is like uh, England's one of. M- England's many enemies, but England doesn't see Ireland as an enemy because England thinks it owns Ireland. <laughs> like Abba owned the Playboy Mansion? Yeah, exactly. Right. Who is the Hugh Hefner of Ireland? Oh, that would be uh, St. Patrick himself because uh, <laughs> what he did was he had a he had a robe on because he was about to go to bed. And, uh, and he saw but, the snakes. Yeah, yeah, and he saw the snakes and he got a little flute. Uh, What's a, a flute? A flute is like, you know, the music in Rugrats? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Imagine that played through like a... Uh, a a stick with a hole in it. Thank you. Yeah. Your time is Thank up. You so much. Thank you, Abigail. <laughs> uh, 
And in three minutes there, you've explained that what happened when St. Patrick <laughs> drove all the snakes from Ireland uh, is uh, that Ireland is um, a country that is... is, is it's, it's a, an idea. It's an idea. <laughs> 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 that is not like England in any way. And, Definitely not. Uh, but contained within that idea uh, was a sort of Hugh Hefner figure who, b- before he went to bed, mm. um, he, 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 he played the Rugrats theme tune through a stick with a hole in it to a load of hairs. Thick yeah. hairs. A load of thick hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Abigail. We don't know what happened. <laughs> John. Yes. In three minutes, please, could you explain to us the Cuban Missile Crisis? (laughs) Your time starts now. A long time ago, Mm. there was a country called America. (laughs) America Mm. is like England, but would be offended by the comparison, and England should be happy it's been mentioned. (laughs) Um, America has a lot of space and a lot lot of food, and they get very excited by the concept of the freedom. That they have, right? So the the the, the, the humans in America yes. like the fact that there's lots of space. They and... love that there's a lot of space right. uh, to the point that they've tried to colonize space, uh, as in with the moon and things like that. What's the moon? Uh, mm. The moon is a suburb of America that's orbiting uh, this country. Okay. That's right, this country. That's <laughs> what I said. Instead of planet, that's how so, American I am. So, so it's a bit of America that moves around where we it are now. It does. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, you know, in years gone by, you'd have been put to death uh, for noticing uh, that the moon rotates around what the planet. What is death? We tried to oh, yeah, okay. Earlier. Death is the... It's when everyone stops moving forever. So it's just when things are still. It's like a game but, uh, of tag, freeze tag. That's right. So <laughs> when everyone stops moving forever, so it does need to be a simultaneous cessation of movement. Yeah, but unfortunately, everyone does it one at a time, usually, depending on the circumstance. Mm. Unless you go to America and visit any school, then a whole bunch of people do it immediately. Just, mm. you know, right on there. There we go. Not even a joke, just a statement of sad, yeah. sad fact. And what is freedom? <laughs> God, it's a, Well, that's a great question. And um, freedom is what the Americans were fighting for when their very handsome president, John F. Kennedy, uh, decided that the thing to do would be to uh, go and get some missiles out of Cuba. Okay, a series of questions here. Yes. If you could answer them very quickly. Certainly. What's the president? Uh, the leader of a country. Okay. It's in charge of all the people. In charge in, of in all the, of the, the people who love the freedom. Who love the freedom. That's right. Uh, what's a missile? A missile is what you fire at the freedom-loving people to have them explode, or you fire at people who don't love freedom to bring democracy to their country. Is it like an angry bird? <laughs> Very much like an angry bird. <laughs> so the people that John F. Kennedy was firing the missiles mm. at, you would describe them as pigs? Well, there was a bay of them. <laughs> my own country in these few minutes than I've ever learned in school. <laughs> and and well, we've heard some things about school. <laughs> 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 and uh, and why did John F Kennedy do this? Uh, John F. Kennedy did this because there was another country uh, called Russia, another Mm. very large, wide country where the people didn't love freedom, and they gave those missiles to Cuba so the people of Cuba could fire the missiles at America ending freedom. Um, and then he fucked Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thanks for time so much. They don't need to know who Marilyn Monroe is. They already know. Yeah. They're born knowing that. <laughs> we, we don't know who Marilyn Monroe is. Um, 
If, would you care to explain very briefly who Marilyn Monroe is? Oh, absolutely. Well, she's the reason Hugh Hefner was always wearing that <laughs> dressing gown. Okay. She made him tired. Um, Andy, would you like... And the president. She made John F. Kennedy <laughs> would you like to, very tired. Would you like to sum up all that John's told us there about the Cuban Missile Crisis? Absolutely. So the Cuban Missile Crisis was uh, an event that occurred when uh, John F. Kennedy, the tired president of America, <laughs> which is a country which loves freedom and uh, hates schools, um, <laughs> decided that the pigs in Cuba, who had been given missiles by the Russians, uh, needed to have those missiles taken away from them. Thank you, John. You're very welcome. Appreciate that information very much. Uh, John Robertson does not advocate calling the people of Cuba pigs. That was a strictly Alexander Bennett position. <laughs> you know my name now. <laughs> There's so many things to learn about. Yeah. Oh, yes, there are. Offer some more to you. Uh, in two minutes, Abigail. Oh, we're going down in time again. Um, could you please explain to both of us uh, what Monster Munch is? Your time starts now. Okay. So, England is an idea. <laughs> <laughs> and England is an idea Seems that like has an idea about crisps. And, and, and Monster Munch, it's less of an idea. It's more of a concept. Um, it is a... Uh, it, it comes in a bag that makes too much noise if you try to open it in a movie theater. And uh, Monster you, Munch comes in a noisy bag. It comes in a noisy bag. Mm. It comes in a noisy bag, and you open it, and there are uh, food bits in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> food bits. Food bits okay. in the bag, and and uh, they are salty. And you put them in your mouth, and uh, some people go, mm, "That's good," and put lots of them in their mouth, mm -hmm. claiming that it's the best food in a bag that is loud ever what, what people would claim this <laughs> the english right who what live in english? england which is an idea <laughs> and monster months is a concept um what, what what does monster mean monster is like okay so you know in the rugrats how tommy is yes. really scared of angelica mm. because angelica's like kind of big she's, and she's angry yeah. like john yeah, she's angry yeah. like john mm. now if you take angelica and Where'd you like take she her? could be she could, <laughs> <laughs> she could be considered a monster right there <laughs> but but if you take angelica and you cover her in hair from a wig and make her much, much bigger, as big as Daft Punk. She would be a monster. <laughs> so it's sort of, sort, sort of, of mixing the scales of bigness here. Right? Young person covered in hair, but made bigger. Yeah. And that's a monster. Yeah, or like a creature. What's the relationship like between that and the and the food bits? Well, it. Here's the thing. If you are, thank you. <laughs> So, in two minutes, you've explained to us that Monster Munch uh, are some salty food bits that you get out of a noisy bag that's named after a giant child covered in hair. Yeah. I think I nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Happy nailed You're welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. The English think they're good. <laughs> John. Yeah, mate. John. Yes. In two minutes, please, could you explain to us the theory of evolution? Your time starts now. So you know how you guys were born today? 
yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday was it? Yes, 24 uh, hours ago. Oh, 24 hours ago. Mm. How long is the life cycle? We don't know. Uh, what oh. is a life cycle? <laughs> uh, well, according to Elton John, it's the day we arrive on this planet and blinking stare into the sun. Uh, sun rolling <laughs> high, sapphire mm. sky. Who's Elton John? He's a man reaching the end of his life cycle. Um, <laughs> yeah, the theory of evolution is that, uh, like, you guys are clones. Is the of- end of your life cycle when everyone becomes still? Uh, yes, that okay. is when everyone becomes still. Although stillness can also be achieved by boredom, uh, which is a <laughs> thing that happens when people go to see Elton John sing or do anything. Okay, they don't like the, they don't like his version of the Rugrats theme tune. Uh, no, no one really likes his. He's a very much a poor man's ABBA, uh, is Elton John. A lout. A lout, okay, a, a real lout. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. A lout. Most uh, important ABBA. thing to remember is the football hooligan-like nature of Elton John. A lout. A lout. Well, yeah, well, let's put it this way. In terms of uh, evolution, a lout, mm. right, <clears throat> is mm. close to the, uh, the cousin of humanity. Now, you guys are uh, clones of humans, uh, homo yes. sapiens, mm. uh, walk bipedally. And uh, millions and millions of years ago, we were all fish or slugs. And then, uh, okay. after, yeah, and then after millions of years, based upon the needs of those fish or slugs, we changed into the forms that we had now. What would a slug need to become? <laughs> a slug mostly you. needs not to be a slug, usually. What's a slug? A slug is a snail without a home. Is it like Daft Punk without, without helmets? Exactly right. In fact, if you were to remove the helmets of Daft Punk, you yeah. would just see slugs staring back at you. Okay, so, so slugs are helmetless Daft Punks. Exactly right. Helmetless right. Daft Punks are slugs. And we used to be that. You used to be that millions of years ago. And now we're not. Now you're not. That's it. That's the miracle of it. It's also a, a reason that uh, various religious people become angry. We don't have time to go into that. Andy. Coward. Can I just... <laughs> Can I just uh, flag up the fact that when John said humans walk bipedally, Alexander's eyes lit up like, I actually don't know that one. I have all sorts to learn about the world. (laughs) You have so much to learn. Andy, would you like to sum up what John's told us about the theory of evolution? Yeah, yeah. the theory of evolution um, is something to do with um, a fish or slug's journey to, to being John or Abba or Elton John, uh, its journey there is something to do with what it needs. The slug needs to not be a slug anymore. Uh, Daft Punk are slugs. Um, Abba are the gentleman's Abba. Elton John is the lout's Abba. Thank you, Andy. Thanks. We're fascinated by humans and fascinated by human behavior. So we would like to know more things uh, about the things that people do. Okay. Abigail, in two minutes, can you please explain to us what a pub quiz is? Your time starts now. So a pub quiz is a thing that people do when they lack personality. Um, Like Daft Punk. (laughs) Not Daft Punk. Uh, so a pub quiz is when you go into a pub, which is a building that people commune in, and that building has Monster Munch and beer in it. Okay. Beer is Monster Munch that has been liquefied and <laughs> fermented. 
and uh, okay. a, and a quiz. A quiz is much like you're doing right now. A quiz is when someone asks a question and other people answer it. And a pub quiz, if you're looking for a team or a person to get the most answers correct, and that person wins. Why? Why do they win or why does this why happen? Why are they doing this? What, like I said, they have little personality and they're just waiting for time to tick by uh, before... They're waiting for the end of their life cycle. Yeah, yeah. end of their life cycle. When Is the there anything that they stops. could do to expedite the arrival of the end of their life cycle? Oh, there's many things a person could do. You could eat bags and bags and bags of monster munch. You could Is that attend... why they're having all their beers? Yeah, you could attend school in America you could there's just that really, extends the life cycle oh no that shortens it significantly we didn't really go on to why that is <laughs> oh are you asking me now well I'm just asking questions <laughs> so in America mm. uh, we're, we're all about freedom mm. uh, but you can only have freedom when you're 18 years old right so children don't have freedom. Interesting. Uh, 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 so the Rugrats are not free. The Rugrats are not free. And Maybe uh, that's why Angelica is so angry. Adult Americans mm. uh, sometimes uh, get very sick. Your and time's I- up, thank oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Abigail. I'm really glad we ended that before I said something that would you, get my passport taken away and me cancelled on the internet. Well, you, you gave us lots of really useful information there. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, a pub quiz is a thing people do uh, while they're waiting to die. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. John. Yes. Please, in two minutes, could you explain to us uh, what we would be doing if we were to give a humorous father of the bride speech? (laughs) (laughs) Your time starts now. All right. There's a ritual uh, performed in various countries called a wedding. And that is when you take two people who have formed a chemical attachment to each other, uh, the Hormones in their bodies have decided they are sexually attracted to one another. And What are hormones? Uh, it's the noise your mother makes when I'm in bed with her. <laughs> <laughs> An oldie but a goodie is what I said about her. Anyway, um, I've got... Oh, don't lean on the table, John. Who's my mother? Uh, it's a tube, I believe. Um, very long, lovely tube into which some liquid was poured by a very nice man called Andy Barr who was trying to make himself a friend. <laughs> You, that's my mother. That's your mother. Your mother is a nice comedian called Andy Burr who has been mourning the death of his friend Alexander Bennett in a really unhealthy way <laughs> I th- for months. I thought my mother... For fucking months. <laughs> I thought my mother was a tube full of liquid. That's exactly right. A tube full of liquid that the man put his fluid in and now you're here. And that's how that works. Right. That's the, that, all, all the education I got about it. God, Andy's and, really cut up about that, Alex's death. That tube makes a noise when you fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> Most tubes make a noise when you fuck it. It's sort of... <laughs> what is fucking it? What is fucking it? It's yeah. when you take your sexual organs, mm. all right, which is to say if you just look down just above your hips there, you might see... <laughs> just above my hips. Yeah, above. It depends how interested in this it is. Okay. Um, you just uh, look down your front. You'll see what looks like a lower nose. Like okay. a lower nose. Like a, like or a, a slug. Or a slug. <laughs> Thank you very much. And if you so pull that enough, some Daft mold Punk. will come out of it. <laughs> If it is black, then you are about to end your life cycle. <laughs> and what's a father of the bride? <laughs> the father of the bride is, as as we yeah, is the owner of the test tube. 
Um, Andy and, Barr. Hmm? Andy, the owner of the Andy Barr is the owner of the test tube, but, well, the original owner Your time's of the up, test John. Tube. Thank you very much Thank for you. that information. This might have accidentally been the most misogynist thing I've ever said. <laughs> What's the father of the bride? The owner. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Andy, would you like to sum up John's misogyny? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll move on. Um, finally. I think Abigailar, even the clones, racked by grief. Yeah. On some level. Um, myself and Andy have use of the English language, but not an understanding of it. Mm-hmm. So we'd like to know more about how language is used. Abigailar, in two minutes, can you please explain to us what... The pot calling the kettle black means your time starts now. Yeah. Do you have a um, concept of a pot in a kettle? No. no. So a pot is what you would uh, cook food in. and it go- It's where you put your monster munch. Yeah, it's where you put your monster munch if you don't want it in the noisy bag. <laughs> a kettle is where you'd boil your water. What does boil mean? Boil means you take water mm. and you heat it so hard it does a little dance. <laughs> you, you, you heat it so hard it does a little dance. <laughs> you heat it and it gets so warm it does a little dance. Like it's listening to Abba Voyage. Okay. Does, does everything do a little dance if you make it hot? Uh, <laughs> well, water, bacon... Eggs, mostly breakfast types of foods. <laughs> What's bacon? Bacon. Okay, you know the pigs from the Bay and the Angry Birds. Yes. If you want to eat them, mm. um, so their life cycle has been ended abruptly. They went still very quickly. They went still very quickly by the hands of humans. Uh, and you want to eat the pigs. When you eat a pig, you don't call it a pig. You call it bacon. So then you don't have to think too hard about eating it animal. You think about the fact that you're eating bacon. Why, why wouldn't you want to think about the fact you're eating a pig? Sometimes it makes people sad. Me, personally, it makes no difference. <laughs> okay, why would it make someone sad? Uh, because people don't like to... Okay, so... No, can't say that. Um, Is there anything that it would make you sad to eat? Me, personally? Yeah. Well, I mean, my boyfriend's cooking's pretty abysmal. <laughs> What's a boyfriend? <laughs> a boyfriend is a it is a person. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Your explanation there of the what the pot calling the kettle black means uh, is it's got something to do with a pot, uh, which is a thing that you use to make water dance uh, in no, order. No, that's a kettle. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's a kettle. Yeah, the pot is the thing that, that you pot put... pot is what you put your monster munch in. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because your boyfriend can't. <laughs> Actually, that's 100% correct. John. Yes. In two minutes, could you please explain to us the phrase, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Your time starts now. Are you familiar with the concept of a horse? No. No. Okie dokie. So, you know Reptar from uh, the Rugrats? Yeah. Yes. Right, the big the big dinosaur. The big, yes, big dinosaur Big thing. scaly dinosaur, and he's got the flames coming out of him. Yes. Right, yep. well, you take away the flames, uh-huh. right, okay. and uh, you replace the scales on Reptar 
with a fine hair, like you might find on a wig, but cut pretty short. Right. right? And then... A small snake. Small yeah. snake. That's right. Lots of small snakes. But still a viable slingshot. Little, yeah, that's right. No slingshot mm. this time, though. <laughs> right? Mm. Then what you do, you know how Reptile walks on his hind legs? Mm. You make it so he walks on all four legs. Right. Then you... Really... How do you make him do this? Oh, usually a bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> You elevate his status to gentleman. That's yeah. exactly right. And gentlemen that mostly that... crawl, in my experience of them, they, in the uh, small room that they pay money to enter in my home. Is, money... <laughs> <laughs> Is money something that the horse has desired? Uh, yes, yes. However, they desire the money uh, a lot more than they desire water. That's why, for instance, if you ever see a horse race, no one ever bets water. They bet money because that's what the horses want. <laughs> so when when the horses are racing, yep. which is a horse race, is when you get a bunch of horses together. A mm. horse, of course, is a dinosaur that is it's walking on all fours, walk on, yes. right? Uh, moving at great speed, and the horse that goes at the greatest speed uh, wins a lot of money. Okay, what would a horse use money for? Uh, usually, usually uh, just feed. You just uh, keep your hand flat. You put the money up to it, and it just really chomps down on it. It's pretty adorable so to horse watch. Horses eat money. Horses yeah. eat money. They, look, uh, horses have taken a lot of money from families over the years. A lot of a uh, lot of fathers have lost everything feeding those horses that money. Okay, that's right. And then they couldn't feed their children. But we don't have time for that right now. Uh, the thing is, you can take a horse chock full of money over to water, but you can't make it drink. And it literally means that you take a horse. Your time is up. Thanks. Thank you, John. Thank you so much. No worries. Andy, would you like to sum up what John has told us about you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink? Certainly. So if a reptar in the Rugrats was to be deprived of his flames and forced <laughs> to walk on four legs as opposed to two, um, it would then desire money, and you can take that thing to water, but it will not be interested in drinking it. No. Thank you, John. Thank you. Andy, at the end of all of that, who do you think has provided the most satisfactory explanations? Uh, they've, as far as I'm concerned, both been very satisfactory. However, uh, on account of his tone, I would discount John. <laughs> For the anger. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to disagree with you there, Andy. Hmm. I feel that the anger has uh, provided clarity in my mind. Right. So um, they're both the best. Fantastic. Oh, thank you. Abigailia, thank you very much indeed. And just never forget, Hugh Hefner is a man about to go to bed. We will never forget. And John, thank you very much indeed. It's uh, been a great pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, no! Very, Andy will be so sad. Very still now. Oh, I can, I'm okay with this. I can't believe Andy did that to himself. <laughs> You have been listening to Born Yesterday, featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show, and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.